0: you're listening to the world famous chick whisperer podcast and now here's your host scott mckay Welcome, welcome. You're tuned in to yet another episode of the world-famous Chick Whisperer podcast. It is a beautiful day here in San Antonio, Texas, and I have a beautiful guest with me today. Her name is Laura Korn, and she is a multiple-time New York Times best-selling author and a world-renowned sex expert. And we're going to talk about lots of her sex exploits and other things she's famous for today. But first of all, I want to welcome her. Laura, welcome.
1: Hi, how are you? I'm
0: excited. All right, well, good. I gave you an introduction that should sound exciting to you. Except I have a
1: correction a little bit.
0: All right, go for it. Help me out, because we're just getting to know each other here. So, (laughs) set me right? What is it?
1: Well, you know, you say sexpert. Right. You know, that
0: just sounds too much like pervert. I love that word, sexpert. Do you really? such a great sniglet. (laughs) Sniglet, wow. I remember that. That's a throwback, isn't it? Sniglet.
1: (laughs) But anyway... um, You know, I've just now labeled myself seduction babe.
0: Seduction babe works.
1: I kind of like it.
0: Right. And you know what? Today we're going to be talking about your seduction IQ. Now, according to you, we're going to be talking about my seduction IQ, which I can't wait because you said you're going to put me on the hot seat here. But
1: totally going to test your lust levels and your creativity. But, you know, I'm looking at a picture of you right now, and I know you have a high IQ. That's why I want to test you. You're sitting in the back of a truck with a guitar in your hand, and your darling wife is sitting next to you, and she her, is darling, and yes. her toes are pointing, and you're doing something. And I'm thinking, this guy's got some moves, and I'm gonna put, I'm gonna test you today.
0: Do you know what that picture is all about?
1: Um, romance.
0: Well, do you want me to tell you? Yeah, I'm not gonna leave you in suspense because I'll be leaving twenty thousand other people in suspense if I don't. <laughs> that was a joke picture when I first did it. Emily and I had a rare moment where we had nothing better to do, which let me tell you something. Those are few and far between and treasured by us nowadays, okay, with the house full we've got. And I said, I'm going to go with you and make a picture, and we're going to break the internet with it. She goes, okay, I'm in. Let's do it. Because for years, I've gotten on interviews, and they try to introduce me as a pickup artist simply because I give men dating advice. And I am so not a pickup artist, Laura. I mean, I do not do bars and clubs. I never liked bars and clubs, all these paint your fingernails, fuzzy hat stuff. I'm not even sure any of it works except for a certain cadre of guys that it clicks with. I'm all about being a masculine man and going and meeting women anywhere and everywhere and delighting them and igniting their femininity. And I know that works, but that's not the same as being a pickup artist. Plus, being good with women is a lot more than just the first 10 minutes when you meet them, right? Exactly. So what I did, I said, okay, you know what? I'm going to become a pickup artist after all. So we parked my pickup truck. That's actually my truck. (laughs) I still have that truck. I love that truck. I'm like Sam freaking Walton. I'm going to drive that pickup truck so that pickup truck doesn't have any more to give me. I love that truck. Pulled down the tailgate of my truck. I took my guitar out and I set the camera up to take random pictures and we took a bunch of takes of me playing guitar for my wife sitting on the pickup truck's tailgate right Uh uh-huh and i posted that on facebook and it says looks like i'm a pickup artist after all Oh. oh and got a bunch of likes sooner than later people started saying you know that picture sums you and emily up so perfectly i started to agree with them and we've been using it as our media picture when we appear together ever since and now it's right there front and center on our brand new website so go figure but that's the story behind that picture.
1: You know, I think everyone should do this picture because it's just pure joy and pure love.
0: Well, I think every man should have a pickup truck, but that's a biased opinion.
1: <laughs> I do, too. It's an <laughs> definite alpha male car. Come on.
0: <laughs> well, only if it's a Ford. Hey. Oh, hey. I say that? Uh, where do you come from, Laura?
1: Well, I'm, I'm a Texas girl. Are you really? I am. I'm from Big D. Little A, double l a s.
0: Well, very good. You know, I was starting to sense that maybe you're not from New York City or something by how you were talking.
1: Oh, oh, goody. Well, you know, what's funny, you know, back in the day, this is an old joke, you know, what is Texas foreplay?
0: Yeah. You know what it is, right? (laughs) Go ahead and tell us. Come on. Get in the truck, bitch. I haven't heard it told quite like (laughs) that. But I will take your word for it.
1: (laughs) That's why when I left Texas, I said, I got to do something about this. I'm going to become a seduction babe. And I'm going to show these guys really what seduction's about. Well, first of all,
0: nobody outside of Texas, Louisiana, you know, anywhere else that's Hicksville here in the southern part of the United States is going to ever believe this. But I kid you not, women here are more impressed that you got an awesome pickup truck than if you've got like an Audi or a BMW or a Mercedes. Not that women are really totally impressed with your car at all, but I think a lot of it has to do with what we just discussed, which is, you know, they see you as being a man because you've got this pickup truck. It's true. Yeah, yeah I mean, it,
1: true. And a man's man. I mean, a, a, and not only that, a handyman.
0: Yes, you're worth something.
1: A, a handyman, it looks like you have some seduction tools in the back of that truck.
0: Right. You know, if a cockroach runs across the kitchen floor, you don't go, OMG, and jump (laughs) on the chair and tell her to deal with it. Exactly. The other thing is you talked about getting the truck, bitch. Right. Interestingly, women really don't like if you say, get in the truck and tell me where you want to go. Like if you say, hey, get in the car and you tell me where you want me to take you on this date, they'll get right out of the truck again. Yeah. They don't want that at all.
1: Exactly. Uh, It's also the same thing if you ask a woman – if you'd like to have sex, you're also dead in the water. <laughs> Women just want you to shove them up against the wall, grab yes. their hair, and do them.
0: Well, not without permission though. We well, got some yeah. guys here who might just say, Oh, all right, cool. No, I'm gonna no, go up to the no, next no, random woman and you know no, no, rape her. You know, no, we don't wanna be rapey no, here. No,
1: no, yeah. you're already in a relationship. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I'm glad you clarified.
0: Yeah, well, I have to. You never know who's listening. The next, you know, serial rapist could be the Chick Whisperer fan and tell everybody that after he's arrested. So we don't want any of that noise.
1: You know what? Before I I have to ask you, you're the Chick Whisperer. er, er.
0: Well, I am actually not the Chick Whisperer. The show is called the Chick Whisperer because a female fan named it that. And after the show was named, I realized, you know, people are going to think like I call myself that, which is really douchey which I really don't, instead of thinking in the vein that we meant it in, which is, you know, if you listen to this show, you will be a Chick Whisperer. Now, see, here's the twist there. I used to have a co-host for the first nine episodes of this. We were Chick Whispering together, if you want to call it that. But then I went to a format where I had guest co-hosts instead. So it's gotten complicated over the years. But hopefully that simplifies it for everybody, perhaps for the first time ever in the history of this show. So thank you for bringing that up.
1: Well, yeah, but, you know, I wanted to know what men should, in your opinion, what should they be whispering after they listen to your show in a woman's ear? Because, you know, women are auditory. Women fall yeah. in love with their ears. Men fall in love with their eyes. And I have some very, very strong feelings on the kind of words women want to hear. But I'd love to hear that. At the top of your list, Scott, what is the one sentence every man should whisper in a woman's ear?
0: Well, I'll do you one better than that. Okay. I think what every woman wants is for a man to hold her, tell her everything's going to be okay, and have her believe it.
1: Wow. Goosebumps. Nailed it. Oh, nailed it. <laughs> oh, my God. I've you. done it before. Let me ask you this. During lovemaking, all right, during sex, what is mm. it that a woman wants to hear?
0: Is this the first time the two of them have ever had sex?
1: No. No, no oh, I have a
0: really good one for that. Oh, oh, please. Well, you got to be doing her doggy style. Well, this show just earned the explicit tag now, didn't it? You're going to be doing her doggy style. You're going to grab her ponytail, pull her ear close to your mouth, and say, I've wanted this from the first moment I ever laid eyes on you. And then you pound her harder as she moans more loudly than ever.
1: And then you know what else you do?
0: <laughs> Tell me. <laughs> you- where did I drop the ball? <laughs> on? No,
1: no, no, no. no, no. <laughs> this is if you've been, you know, you're in a relationship. Uh-huh. Great move is you're in doggy position. Yeah. You've got some oil by the bed, and okay. you just completely stop after you pound her for a little bit, and you right. take that oil and you put it in your hands, and then you massage her back for a good thirty or sixty seconds, and then you start pounding again, and then you withdraw, and you go back to massaging her ass, her shoulders back and you repeat that about three times
0: the old uh, push pull really pound her and then give her a moment where you change the pace of things just to really mix things up I mean, Very good
1: who does not want doggy with a massage
0: well I know that I love it <laughs>
1: Is that your favorite?
0: As long as I'm the one doing doggy and giving them the size, I love it. Let's put it that way. Seeing as how I'm a heterocentrist male, as I've been accused of being. Yes. But um, I think that's a great idea. I think you've already thrown some candy at the parade, oh, oh, Laura. you know,
1: oh, and not only that, I have like six or seven more candies I'm going to throw. Oh, good. But because what I want to do at the end of the show is to give your male listeners and your listeners in general, I've written 500 seductions.
0: In my life, you're the seduction
1: babe. I am the seduction babe.
0: I would expect nothing else, and so you mean it's only that many,
1: it's only 500.
0: Well, get to writing, Laura. You and- <laughs> need a thousand or two,
1: and uh, so I have, and I that's I mean, I don't know if you want to segue now.
0: No, I'd rather walk, <laughs> okay. Of course, let's get into it. Let's talk about, Well, this is you, way too much fun, but let's talk about having a seduction IQ. Okay. You want segue, let's give you a segue. What in the world is seduction, Laura? Let's trade thoughts on that.
1: Okay, well, the best way I know how to describe seduction is there's been one person just recently who's sold 100, 200 million copies. Uh, it's a fictional character, but Christian Gray is the king of seduction.
0: Who is neither Christian nor Gray, which is the great irony of that book. <laughs> did you read the book? No, hell no. Oh, oh, hell I read the first few pages of it, and I read a random several pages out of the middle of it, mm-hmm. and I saw the trailer for the movie, so I get the point.
1: Oh, oh, but here's what the guy did. Every time he went and, you know, there was a sex scene, every time he had sex with this character, he did one thing. He planned every move before he walked into the bedroom. He knew exactly what he was going to do. He had a plan. It was not spontaneous sex. It was executed brilliantly.
0: Well, women are always made horny by a man who has a plan, it's- whether it's in a moment or it's long term in terms of having an ambition for one's life, which Christian Grace certainly had. I've read more of that book than I'm letting on, by the way. I'm just trying to. uh, It's all decorum. Exactly. (laughs) But the whole idea of having a plan, having ambition, and even knowing what to do in the moment rather than like we were alluding to before with the pickup truck motif, uh, asking a woman what she wants to do when you're supposed to have the plan, all of that is really, really hot to women when a guy can take charge like that in a way that has a woman's best interest at heart.
1: I'm going to give you the erotic equation. Do it. This is an equation. If you've been in a relationship for, you know, three days or 30 years, always works. And everything that I do, all 500 seductions, all nine books that I've written and my new app is based on two words. And I'm going to let, I'm going to see what you think they are. This is the, uh, my Laura Korn erotic equation. Okay. I want you to fill in the blank, Scott.
0: Always be closing is three words, so that can't be it.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, but you're always closing with this equation. It's it's blank plus blank always equals great sex. So or hot sex. Blank plus blank equals hot sex.
0: Playfulness plus naughtiness equals great sex.
1: I think all I think that that works, but that's not based on my formula.
0: My f- yeah, I was going to challenge you to argue with that.
1: <laughs> you can't. I, I, you can't. But in long-term relationships, you've missed one word, and it's really important.
0: Comfort or security?
1: Nope. nope. We're talking about hot sex. We're not talking about a loving, long-lasting relationship. We're talking this is an equation when you you can use it whenever you want to have hot sex.
0: You know, one time I was on a job interview, and it was for a really high-level sales position. And the guy goes, okay, what are the five principles of good selling? And I said, Um, According to which guru? And he's like, there's a right answer to this. Give them to me. I'm testing to see how mature your sales acumen is. I go, uh, qualify the customer? Would that be number one? He goes, no, no, no. You're already on the wrong track. I go, I don't want to work for you. Mm-hmm. That's literally what I said to the guy after he mm-hmm. did that. Because that was the most cockamamie, misplaced question to put in that kind of interview that I flew in for that I could ever imagine. Because he's clearly coming from a very biased position. He's got right answers on something that could be incredibly esoteric to answer. Right. But anyway, I think I'm digressing. I'm sure yours makes perfect sense. So tell me what it is, but I don't think I'm going to guess it. So right. that's my Go ahead.
1: <laughs> well, I believe that what's missing in long-term relationships is the word anticipation. Anticipation plus creativity equals hot sex. And the character Christian Grey knew that, and that is why Anastasia Steele kept biting her lip. And the number one sexual complaint of couples in the United States is boredom. You can predict kind of what's going to go
0: down in the bedroom. And that's usually men's fault. No, it's
1: women's fault
0: too. You
1: think so? Yeah, because they're expecting you to come up with this stuff on your own.
0: Ah, okay. And uh, I see your point there. I think that's valid.
1: Yeah, and uh, that's why um, 101 Nights of Great Sex, my book is based on the equation anticipation plus creativity equals great sex. Every page in my book is sealed shut. There are 101 sealed envelopes. And 101 Nights of Great Sex. It's kind of like the Academy Award of Sex when they go, can I have the envelope, please? And and you're like, and you're, you know, you're at that one second, we're all in a state of anticipation, right? You're just waiting for the answer. So the way the book is set up and now the app is that each sealed envelope is either marked for her eyes only or for his eyes only. And once a week, when you want to add that anticipation and creativity, you get together and he rips out a sealed envelope out of the book.
0: Oh. You're doing one as we speak.
1: Yes. And then,
0: I can hear you over there.
1: And then she rips out an envelope. Oh. And then sometime in the next week or two, you have to surprise each other.
0: There aren't any like utility bills in those envelopes. <laughs> no. <laughs> Credit card statements. No. You know, none of that. T- this
1: no. is what happens to a woman, especially. When she sees you rip out a sealed envelope, it's mystery. It's game time. She doesn't know what you're going to do. She automatically feels special. She gets excited and she starts to anticipate. So now I'm going to ask you what's inside the sealed envelope, Scott. I'm going to give you the name of the seduction, okay? Okay. Or the erotic adventure. I'm going to give you the name and I'm going to give you a few of the ingredients. And I want you To tell me how you would use those ingredients with that name to turn your wife on or what you think.
0: Fair enough. But I do want to make a statement that was kind of brought to my mind when you were talking about this and demonstrating it so eloquently. Okay. Women like a guy who's a dominant leader, especially in the bedroom. Yep. So this whole idea you were saying of women kind of being at fault because they're sitting around waiting for the guy to have ideas. You know, I'm still going to take back some of that responsibility as a man, maybe even to the chagrin of some of my listeners, you know, especially the MGTOW guys who are like, yeah, make the women take the blame for once, right? You know, yeah, yeah, sure. They could be more creative. They could hint me some ideas here and there. But, you know, women are so horny when a guy is dominant and takes the lead. That's why she isn't coming up with the ideas because you're supposed to be the idea guy. You're supposed to be the guy who makes this what it is. And she is submissive and follows that in the bedroom. And you take her, just like you said, it's got to be his idea to throw you up against the wall, pull your hair and kiss your brains out. Exactly. She's going to be like, okay, I'm up against the wall. Here's my hair for you to pull. Uh, You know what comes next, right? You know, that's not really going to happen in the real world. Exactly. Okay. So we're all on the right track here. We're all seeing eye to eye. That's good. So continue, please.
1: Yeah. Where do guys get men do not buy books on sex?
0: Oh gosh, no! One percent
1: has ever once bought a book on sex. So, uh, and and I think it's because when you most books are just four hundred pages of do this, do that, do that, and it's over. You're in overwhelm. There's no way you're going to bring any of those tips and techniques into the bedroom.
0: I love how PhDs and doctors and sexologists write all these books, and it becomes one big clinical study on how to do this incredibly fun, horny thing. And it just absolutely pours cold water on the fire every time. I agree a thousand percent.
1: It it does not work. No. But if you're able to, which I hope now with my app, you have these erotic adventures on your own private app, and you pick one, and then automatically that goes to her phone, and she has just been told, guess what? That you are going to seduce her.
0: Ah, so this is not the Kinsey Institute. No. This is not insert the glands of your penile phallus into her vaginal orifice. Nothing like that.
1: Can I play something to you?
0: You can, absolutely. All
1: right. So let's say you've got the 101 Nights app for His Eyes Only, and you've chosen a seduction called She's Out of Control number 25. Now hold on to She's Out of Control number 25 because it's probably the hottest seduction
0: I've ever written. That sounds like an 80s movie title. And
1: it involves, which I'm going to get to, I'm going to ask you in one second. second, okay. I'm going to give you two of the ingredients.
0: Okay, you want me to be dead serious here. I'm I, de- I, oh, defi-
1: definitely. I, no, I want you to have fun with this, all right? Okay, go ahead. It's called She's Out of Control, and it involves one wooden hanger, a pillow,
0: and one pillow. You sound like that comedian who goes, have you ever gone to Walmart and just asked for three random things? I need a coat hanger, some pantyhose, and some silly putty. And I have the guy just look at you like,
1: what? What? Yeah. All right. So here's the thing. So you've picked number 25.
0: I'm sorry. I'm supposed to be serious. Go ahead. I picked number 25. Damn it. I've picked number 25. All
1: right. And okay. your app is interlocked with her app. Oh, dokie. You pick it. You do it. Then this is what she's going to hear on the other end. Let's say she's at the grocery store she's at work. This is the sound of hot sex about ready to happen. This is what your sex life is going to sound like for the next year. You ready? So you've picked the seduction, and this is what I hear on my end. Ready? Did you hear that?
0: I did. It was a wolf whistle.
1: It was a wolf whistle. And you've just told your your significant other... That she's hot, you're flirting with her, and you've got plans.
0: I noticed you hesitated before you used the word woman. But in my case, it's okay. Your wife. Yeah. Yes. She is a woman, I can assure you.
1: I mean, I'm telling you, I have been in a beauty supply when I created this app. All these women are hanging around. My developers (laughs) whistling at me. Everyone was like, oh my God, what is that? I said, and then I told them, and they were like, oh my God, my guy's going to plan something. He's doing something. He's going to surprise me. Oh my God. Every single one of them puddled in their panties right there in the salon.
0: Clean up on aisle five.
1: <laughs> I'm telling you. Because it says to your woman, you've got a plan. You're doing something behind the scenes. You're going to surprise her. And she's excited. Anyway. Okay.
0: Sounds great. I like I, it.
1: I, it's so awesome. And there's instant messaging and there's private stuff. And then you send her clues and the and the app continues to whistle and but. Back to she's out of control because do you, in your relationship, do you do a little S&M or not, Scott? Have you played? I mean, you must have done everything.
0: Well, we're very creative. And we also believe in foreplay all day long, too.
1: And is this not foreplay all day long?
0: You betcha it is. Text messaging in particular is a wonderful way to get women hot even when she's not even around. It's just to make sure that she's on your mind. Especially if she's like a kindergarten teacher and you time something incredibly horny to text to her right as the kids are saying the Pledge of Allegiance or something. Man, that just works so well.
1: I think she'll have to turn down the whistle call for those kids.
0: Yeah, nothing audible. (laughs) You don't want to call an audible on that one. No. Kind of in stealth mode.
1: No. But okay, back to she's out of control. because Because this is very hot. And if you want to channel your inner Christian gray, this is a very hot seduction. So, every seduction or erotic adventure comes with a beginning, and a middle, and an end, and the list of ingredients to pull it off. Okay, that's very
0: it's done different. for you, right?
1: It, it done for you. All you have to do is follow the instructions. These fifty seductions for his eyes only that are in the book and in the app.
0: I thought all, they were five hundred.
1: Uh, well, no, no, I've written nine books, but we're talking oh. about we're talking about hundred one nights of great sex. Okay, gotcha. Are all based on the most popular sexual fantasies, uh, for women. So it's not just me saying, Oh, do this and do that. These are the most popular sexual fantasies that women have. One of course is being uh, bondage being dominated, you know, a little S and M. So in this particular seduction, you did not tell me what you would do. I'm going to give you three things. It's a pillow, it's a wooden hanger, and it's a vibrator. How would you, Scott, use those three items to turn your honey
0: on? Well, I'm going to take the pillow and hit her with it. <laughs> oh, my
1: God. Oh, no, I thought you had a high seduction IQ. What?
0: Oh, are you kidding me? Is there anything better than a good old-fashioned pillow fight that's, that's followed by play wrestling that degenerates into just the horniest drilling you've ever felt in your entire life? There's nothing hornier than that. I would take the coat hanger. Mm-hmm and i would hang my coat on it and hang it on the doorknob or something and then the vibrator i would throw it away cuz i don't need it i'm more <laughs> satisfied with human means
1: oh wow
0: all right but, the, but there is going to be a pillow fight you said you said there were two pillows at the beginning you baited and switched me you said a coat hanger and a pillow and another pillow
1: oh i then i i misspoke there's a pillow a coat hanger and a vibrator
0: then there you go
1: and then i instruct you in the seduction To send her a text or an email saying, meet me in the bedroom at 8 o'clock and bring one pillow and wooden hanger with you. So now here that does two things. She's thinking all day long, what's with the wooden hanger? What's with the pillow? I'm showing up. I got to find out how this story ends, right? I'm going to be there knocking on that door.
0: Now, the caveat there is if my wife is pregnant, I would never in a million years tell her I'm bringing a wooden hanger to anything. No, no, no.
1: (laughs) I know you would pull... You would do another one. You would not do this seduction. Yeah,
0: that would be horrifying. Right. Okay, go ahead.
1: Because I'm the seduction babe, and because I know that a woman wants an alpha male, and she wants a knight of Christian gray, she's going to show up at 8 o'clock, she's going to walk in that door, and she's going to have a wooden hanger. And you are going to pull out something to tie her both of her wrists to the bottom part of the wooden hanger. Now, I I don't give you all the ingredients. I only asked you to tell me what you would do with a few, but there are other ingredients to this seduction. And you're going to tie her wrist to the bottom part of that wooden hanger, and then you're going
0: to hang her over the door. And then you're going to Is that with or without the coat?
1: (laughs) Well, I don't know. No, without the coat.
0: Okay, just checking.
1: So, and then you're going to slowly undress her as she's hung
0: on the door. Is that hanged on the door because you're talking on. about a person?
1: Yes, you're, you're correct. Hanged on the door. I'm not
0: sure if I'm correct or not.
1: She's hanging on the door, helpless, as you undress her and then you walk away and maybe put some music on and maybe you light a few candles and you come back and you undress and kiss a little more.
0: Well, but, now, hold on. From a purely yeah. pragmatic perspective, that does make it a hell of a lot easier to get her out of her pants. <laughs> because you know, there's already there's that leverage because she's hanging from the door. Yeah. You can just kind of pull down.
1: Mm-hmm. But
0: if she's got a shirt that doesn't have buttons on it, now you've got an uh oh moment. Because you've got to get the shirt up and around that hanger and she's on the door, and I can see potential awkwardness there. So would you not want to tell her to wear a button down shirt instead of say like a turtle? Oh,
1: you're so good. I did I left that out.
0: Is my seduction IQ now as high as it needs to be? Have I just peaked
1: there? <laughs> you you really have thought the details out. I like very good. good. You just awesome. But anyway, the rest of it is very very sexy.
0: Um, but the except is, for the turtleneck. <laughs> continue. I'm sorry. You
1: go got on. me on that. You got me on that. But okay, so so because I want to go quickly through some of these to go test your ahead. seduction IQ.
0: Um you're still testing me after all we've been through already? Oh,
1: okay, so okay, so I bet you're a master with your tongue. Yes, I think you probably are.
0: To answer your question in a purely politically incorrect way, I have had women freak out when I kiss them. I had a beautiful, sexy woman who most guys would give their left nut to kiss, absolutely push me away after a couple minutes hyperventilate and go, I have not been kissed like that in ever. And then she meowed and growled like a, some kind of baby lion cub and threw herself at me and continued again. That's a random sampling from my past. Like women have told me that I should know what it's like to kiss me before Shania Twain or whoever sang that song, made it famous to say that. Wow. But. The first time I ever kissed a girl, I drooled over her, so I had a lot of making up to do. A lot of making out, making up to do.
1: Art, what's your your secret?
0: My secret? Yeah, your secret. I think you have to like women, first of all, and I think you have to like their lips, and I think you have to make it slow and sensual and exploratory, and I think you have to increase the passion level, kind of like you're turning up a volume knob. And it has to be active, and you have to hold her, and you have to embrace her with the same passion with which you kiss her while you're kissing her. I think most guys just try to take a woman and force their tongue down her throat. You know, none of that works. Not up front.
1: Oh, my God, you even sound like Kevin Costner. Do I really? I swear, you're doing the whole Kevin Costner sexy voice thing.
0: I, I don't look like Kevin Costner. Um, you're right. I look more like Rudy than Kevin Costner. <laughs> women don't seem to mind.
1: Um, well, if you can kiss them like that and, um, you know, by the way, I've, I've interviewed a thousand women and I ask them, what's your, what's the type of kiss that you most want? The kiss that you love the most? What kind of kiss? What do you think their answer was? Their most popular kind of kiss? Yeah.
0: Close. (laughs) Yes. You're asking me these questions. I'm giving you perfectly acceptable answers. It's
1: completely awesome answers, but that's not what they said. The majority of them. Tell me. A surprise kiss.
0: when you A surprise least ex- kiss.
1: When you least expect it.
0: There you go. Somehow I think you're good at that too. Surprise flowers are good too. They like that. Not all the time. Not when they're expected. Like if you just give a woman flowers on Valentine's Day or her birthday, it's like, yeah, whatever. And never give women flowers when they're mad at you. That's just ridiculous. Matter of fact, Emily and I did a whole podcast on this. We called it The War of the Roses. My side of the argument was men should give women flowers less often and make it more meaningful. And Emily was like, no, no, give me flowers all the time. I'm like, I don't think that's ever going to work. But we argued about that. But yes, surprise... Kisses would be great, just like surprise flowers would be great,
1: right? But it's the creativity behind the gesture that we look at. So if you you come into you know every Friday and you stop at the grocery store and you come in and you give her a bunch of flowers, it's going to lose its impact very quickly. You
0: better believe it. and not after the first date either, or the first sex? Good grief, guys, do that.
1: Good, good grief. However, if you take those same flowers that you bought at the grocery store. And you ring the doorbell. Huge impact. It's the creativity behind the gesture that women always look at. How much time, how much effort did he put into this gesture?
0: That's it. These reminded me of you, was what was on the card the last time I gave flowers to Emily. Aww. Isn't Emily the luckiest woman ever? Damn, you're making me feel so cocky about my skills here. Keep going. Please keep going. Ask me all the questions you want. This is going great. This is going swimmingly. I love it.
1: Whoa! Okay, all right. (laughs) You want to try to give a woman a piece of jewelry, a necklace especially?
0: (laughs) Listen to you over there. What's next? A Mercedes Benz with a big red bow on the top?
1: People, there's Valentines coming up. And, you know, jewelry is given, you know, there's a lot of jewelry that's exchanging hints, right? But how about giving her a piece of jewelry where it's actually going to make her, when she wears it, actually want to have sex with you over and over and over again?
0: Okay, if it's under $18. Okay. Okay. Sock it to me. What do you got?
1: Okay, so you're good at this. All right. Sexual imprinting. All right, so sexual imprinting, what does that mean to you, Scott?
0: Well, if I think of imprinting and sexual imprinting, I'm thinking that you're giving her an image that's going to anchor her emotions and her thoughts to you in some way sexually. Yes! Well, that wasn't a hard question, Laura. No, 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 no,
1: no, 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 that's not the hard part.
0: Okay, go ahead then.
1: The most creative seduction IQ part is how are you going to do that with a piece of jewelry.
0: Somewhere out there, there's a guy saying, give her a silver penis on a chain. (laughs) I don't think that's what you're saying. No. I'm not going to get this one. Okay. I got nothing. Tell me what it is.
1: Number 21 in 101 Nights of Great Sex is called Rock Her World, where you will rock her world and rock your own world by giving her a piece of jewelry the following way. Guaranteed to give you so many nights of great sex, it's like you're
0: going to be calling my name out when you make love
1: or she will be calling my name out Ready?
0: Someone else other than me will be calling your name out.
1: Somebody. You ready? Okay. Go ahead. All right. So you have bought a necklace, and it doesn't have to be too expensive, something nice, and you've hidden it someplace underneath the bed. And you are doing Scott's favorite. You are doing doggy position. How about that?
0: I never said that was my favorite.
1: Oh, a favorite, though. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. All right. All right. And you are going to pull her hair and whisper... What in her ear, Scott?
0: (laughs) Well, hold on a second. Is this still the first time they've ever had sex or are we in a relationship
1: now? No, this is way too, this is, no, no, woman, she wouldn't understand this if you just had sex with her for the first time.
0: But you're not asking me to repeat what I said earlier. This is some other scenario.
1: Yes. You're making love to your wife right now. And what would you say to her to turn her on right before you're going to do what?
0: Well, my wife and I like to laugh during sex. So I'd probably whisper in her ear, you know, you're still the most beautiful woman in the room.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: But that, I suspect, is not the correct answer you're looking for.
1: No, that's great. That will work. <laughs> okay. And then you reach underneath the bed, huh. pull out the necklace, and you put it around her neck,
0: and then you continue doing what? Turning on the light so she can see what the necklace was that you just put around her neck before she freaks out.
1: After No, she's not going to freak out. She's going to feel it. She's going to see it. You're going to finish. So now you have done what? You have given her a piece of jewelry during sex.
0: Oh, I see you working. Okay, now you've anchored that necklace to you giving her it good and hard anytime you want it. Yes. All right. Good job, Laura Corn. I like that.
1: Yes. Thank you. And we're I'm going to
0: start calling you Candy Corn instead of Laura Corn. That was so good.
1: You could call me Corn Like the Vegetable. That's what everyone says Corn Like the Vegetable.
0: That's not as sexy as Candy Corn.
1: Or a seduction babe. Go ahead. But how amazing. Can you imagine every time she looks at that necklace,
0: she's going to think of
1: one thing. That anchor, that night. I like it. And how
0: creative you are. They
1: don't call me the seduction babe for nothing.
0: Can I give her a vacuum cleaner with the same results? No. No, 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 no. I don't, well, um. How about an iron? <laughs> no.
1: Does your wife love jewelry?
0: She's a rare gem. She's not really a jewelry person, but I always almost force her to buy whatever it is that she says she likes because it's such a rare occasion for her to go, oh, I really like that. She usually ends up with what she wants because she's just such a content woman. So that's happened where she got a, a really nice set of black pearls. Oh, wow. And we were in a place where they're known for black pearls and they're like, One fifteenth of what they cost in America. So she was like, Oh, I don't think so. I don't. I'm like, For God's sake, Emily, it's 75 bucks for something that was $1,500 when we saw it somewhere else. You're getting these freaking black pearls. And she was like, Oh, thank you. You know, that's how (laughs) it goes with Emily. (laughs) Meanwhile, guys are throwing their iPod against the wall. They've just disconnected their headphones and are hurling their iPods, going, That's such a freaking lie. There are no women in the world who exist like that. I'm telling you, there are. I'm telling you there are. She's one of them. It's true.
1: But you know what? Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I'm going to sing your praises right here. She's with you. And you are, you've got quite the. Uh, <laughs> I, oh, I earned
0: goodness. the
1: tone. Oh, you? Oh, my goodness. What? I
0: earned the French airport tone. They always play that. Oh, jeez. And they always say, merci, s'il vous plaît. You know, whatever <laughs> French is for the next flight to, you know, Damascus, Syria, we'll take off by Air France in 15 minutes at gate number 43, monsieur, you know. Actually, that's old school to play the tone like the ding, 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 ding.
1: Yeah.
0: International airports, especially in Europe, used to do that all the time up until like probably the late 80s. And just recently we heard that in an airport somewhere and I can't remember where it was. And I was like, oh, there's that old school tone, right? Yeah. And I was so delighted to hear it. But yeah, one thing I do want to say, just in deference to how wonderful and brilliant your psychology is here, when she wears those black pearls, She always remembers Beijing, China because that's where she got them. It brings up good memories of a trip to Asia for her whenever she wears that. So it isn't just simply a piece of jewelry. It does have a pleasant memory behind it. Sure. And even in my life, I love to get things when I travel because Emily and I travel quite a bit. And I like to get things from the places I travel and I love to use them and wear them because it reminds me of being there, which is always a pleasant memory because we love traveling. So what you're talking about isn't some pie-in-the-sky psychobabble. It absolutely works, and it works at a deep-seated, primal human level to anchor that event and that gift and that item to what you want to anchor it to. So yes, giving a woman a gift during sex sounds like it could get awkward and sounds like it could get strange, but I'm telling you, I'm sure in real practice it works wonderfully, and these guys ought to try it.
1: Oh, thank you. Yeah, they should.
0: I think it's a great idea. Even food. Uh huh. Whatever you drink or whatever you eat during sex, like if you have red wine while you're having sex, she's going to anchor having red wine to your Mm -hmm. sexual prowess, Mm -hmm. anything like that. Although if you spill it on the sheets, that could be worse than, you know, even the liquid orgasm to clean up.
1: Mm -hmm. I try to with each and every seduction erotic adventure that I write for a man to surprise a woman with. Each one is so unique and almost has its own anchor that a woman will remember for quite some time. And again, because you do it with purpose, you do it with intent, you are planning something, that gets, as you know, it gets a woman very excited. And when you show up and you leave nothing to chance and you do it with conviction, these moves, it's an amazing turn on. In fact, this is number one. This is the first seduction in the book and it's for his eyes only and it's called Honey lingus.
0: (laughs) Okay. All right. Now, here is something that's... um, Is that a command or just a noun? It's a verb. It's a verb. Like the verb to honey lingus. Yes. All right. Got it.
1: I hope so. You've given me butterflies. I don't even... (laughs) I'm just so excited to talk about honey lingus because it's a... Well, I
0: would think I'd have given you bees after you're talking about honey lingus. But butterflies are close enough.
1: I get actually butterflies when I'm talking about this because... I've done every single one of these, and I even wrote every single one of these, and yet when I'm able to live these, and it's been, you know, maybe a few years, and I've written some new ones in this last year, but I get just as excited, even though I know when it's coming, because I don't know how it's going to turn out, but this is one of my very favorites, and I'm not a food during sex kind of person if it's off to the side, but, you know, that's just me, but this is an exception. And I want to ask you, Scott. All right, how would you use honey to make you, Scott, a better oral love maker?
0: Is this organic honey, or is this the cheap stuff?
1: It won't matter. It won't matter to her unless it matters to your tongue. So, oh, what tastes better to Scott? Honey lingus is a seduction that involves honey, and you are going to use this honey to create an obstacle. And when you create this obstacle with honey, it will actually challenge you, Scott, to be even a better oral lover. Now, how are you going to apply the honey to not only drive her abs... I I mean, actually, she'll levitate off the bed, but also help you be even the best tongue master you've ever been? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, my God. Let's just say you're going to challenge your own tongue.
0: I'm going to challenge my own tongue.
1: Tongue, yes.
0: Well, considering I don't like to eat honey straight, this is already sounding challenging. Also, you called it honeylingus, so I can only assume that we're performing oral sex on her with honey. Are you now? Well, it's your name of your thing, so is that not a safe assumption?
1: Well, oral master... I mean, a tongue master, Um, it will probably end in oral sex, probably.
0: Oh, I know. You get those Hall's honey mentholiptus cough drops. So not only is there honey involved, but it's got this cool tingling sensation down there. Mm -hmm. No. No? Well, I gave it a good shot. And you got to admit, that's pretty good because the Hall's mentholiptus cough drop cunnilingus is almost as good as the ice cunnilingus.
1: Yes, I totally agree.
0: All right, go ahead, continue. No more suspense. Tell me what you really got going on. All
1: right, so the key here is how are you going to create anticipation for her where she is really excited? So how are you going to do it is you're going to hand her, after drawing her a bath, a bubble bath, and drying her off, you're going to hand her a squeeze bottle of honey, and you're going to demonstrate what you want her to do for you. And you're going to take a little honey and you're going to put it on the back of her neck and you're going to lick it off. And then you're going to say, I want you to hide five dabs of honey anywhere on your body. And then I'm going to find all five spots.
0: Oh, that's good. And you were expecting me to guess that. That's really creative.
1: But you're good.
0: That would have been miraculous. That would have been cold reading if I were called that one, because that's really very creative. I like it a lot.
1: It's lingus, And you would not believe, because you're creating an obstacle, that obstacle is you don't know where those spots are. But what that does is it challenges you. And then all of a sudden, you start doing new and interesting things with your tongue, and then you start exploring her body in different ways, and it just makes for a night of great sex.
0: Wonderful. I like it. Do you have another couple pieces of honey candy to throw at the parade I, before we close the show?
1: Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. So I'll, I'm going to give you three or four names. You tell me okay. which one you, you want uh, to be tested on. Uh, number 27, the Shiverator. Number 31, a beautiful spread. Number 20, bad to the boner. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Let's start with the Shiverator. I'm assuming that includes some sort of ice or something cold. No, 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 no. Tell me, talk to me. This has got to be lightning round, by the way, because we're running out of time. So go ahead.
1: All right. Well, this is kind of a hard one, but I will tell you this. Old school orgasm. All right. I did hear I just ripped it out of my out of the book. Okay. And it involves, okay, I'm going to tease your audience here because this is too good. This is okay. too good.
0: Go ahead. All You're right. obviously very proud of your work, which I, I always like to see it in an author. Go I ahead.
1: am. This <laughs> orgasm is brought to you by Walmart. And we're going to bring it right back to Walmart. That's where we started. You ready? It is a old orgasm school vibrator vibrator is 40 years old it is sold at walmart and it is the most explosive orgasm on the planet burn on i don't care what anyone says my name's not corn it is phenomenal
0: well they don't sell gsxr 1000s at walmart so you can't sit her on the pillion seat of a motorcycle and rev it up to fourteen thousand rpms and watch her fly to the moon you can't do that at Walmart. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So is it one of those back massager thingies? Nope.
1: And it's old school. Shiverator. It's a shiverator. And you got to plug this into the wall. And it is like none other you have ever seen in your, In the. I mean, I. I, I
0: <sighs> okay. So if it's none of the above, I guess the shiverator would have to be something that is unexpected, but that vibrates, correct?
1: It absolutely vibrates. And it vibrates to a point that she's never experienced this because this is old school and they don't make vibrators like this anymore. And I'm going to give you what it is. Okay. It's called Swedish Hand Vibrator and it's made by Oster.
0: Oster? Like the people who make the Osterizer? Yeah.
1: O-S-T-E-R. Okay. And it's the Stimulax Pro Massager at Walmart.
0: And that's not like the thing that you rub on your back?
1: This is, it's 40 years old. So I'm not sure what you're referring to, but there is no other vibration on the market like it. It's $100, but I got to tell you, it's the best $100 you will ever spend. Wow. I think it takes about 12 seconds to have an orgasm.
0: (laughs) So, this thing gets warmed up pretty quickly, doesn't it? It
1: gets warmed up pretty quickly, but it does make, okay, Scott, it does make loud noise. So, you'll want to make sure the kids are asleep. And it makes a noise that is, it's, but it's part of the experience. Every woman should have a shiverator orgasm. Because you've never had – she's never had one before. I wrote 500 Seductions and I came across this and I literally
0: – No pun intended. Yeah, no pun intended.
1: And um, go to the bank on it. Corn said so. I promise you, you will not be disappointed. She will uh, – she'll be like, honey – can I have a shiverator?
0: Can that we, thing sounds this? explosive. Now, is it purpose-built to give orgasms, or is it kind of an under-the-radar, quote-unquote, massage thing?
1: You know, I don't know the true purpose. I know that it's 40-something years old, but my guess back then it was probably for the back. All of your fingers are going to become like individual vibrating, like a magic hand, like your stratus varus or stratus ferus. i have having a hard time with stratus. <laughs> <laughs> like your fingers are going to become, uh, I, I don't even know the words, but it, I, I wish you could see it. Shall I send you a picture of it, Scott, that you could put on your website?
0: Emperor Palpatine has pretty good fingers.
1: Is that the one where there's a vibrator on each little finger?
0: No, he's the one in Star Wars with the lightning. Oh! <laughs> okay, never mind. Everybody else in the audience is already laughing.
1: Oh my God, a little okay. late to that
0: party, but go ahead. Oh, I am. I am. I tell you what, this is way too much fun. I'm looking at the clock and I can't believe we're running out of time. And it's a great measure of how good the show is when I look at the clock and go, oh God, I've got to fill 20 more minutes worth of content here. How am I going to do that? Versus, oh my gosh, look at the clock. What happened? And that's how I'm feeling right now is the latter. So tease our guys a little bit with Three or four names of the seductions that they can find in your app and in your book, and then I'll tell the guys how to get it.
1: Oh, gosh. Well, we've gone, you know, I love that she's out of control. Yeah. I do love, love, love number 20, Bad to the Boner. Every guy should, every woman wants a, a little Bad to the Boner. Take it from me. Um, I also like-
0: little George Thurgood action on the Bad to the Boner, I hope.
1: I uh, Yep. And I also like number 96, Popping Her Clutch. You can actually pop a woman's clutch and extend her orgasm for about 60 seconds with this method. Very good. Um, I What's number uh,
0: 69, just out of curiosity?
1: Oh, you would ask me. You know what? It's not what you think because I purposely didn't do it because I thought, ah!
0: It's the Keanu Reeves in me. What can I say?
1: Well, no, because see, those are for her eyes only. We didn't talk oh. about
0: what she's going to do for the guy. Okay, 69 is for her eyes only.
1: It's for her eyes only. It's for podcast, called, yeah. You know what? I'm going to be your seduction babe girl whenever you want me to put your seduction IQ
0: to the challenge, Scott, because I got 500 of these, okay? <laughs> you can who's keep your, them going all day. Who's your girl? Well, i tell you what we're going to have to do. Laura Corn. we're going to have to have you do a segment for us for my Behind Closed Doors program on how women want us to seduce them. Would that be a good idea?
1: That would be an excellent idea. I
0: think that'd be good stuff. We'll do that. Okay, for now, I want to give these guys a chance to get their hands on your app and on your book. And it's very easy. Just go to www.thechickwhisper.com front slash Laura, or for those of you who habla Espanol, Laura. Ooh. L-A-U-R-A. Yes. If you are hablando Espanol, your name is actually Laura Maiz. Or better yet, if you're going to be a wonderful delicacy, you an antojito mexicano, you would be Elote de Laura. (laughs) I'm laughing. Everybody who doesn't speak Spanish is like, what is so funny? But yeah, I promise you Elote de Laura would be funny to anybody who speaks Spanish. But anyway, guys, you should go to www.thechickwhisperer.com front slash Laura, L-A-U-R-A, and get her book, get her app. And of course, if you go to thechickwhisperer.com, you can feast your Vulcan squinties on what Laura looks like and uh, see what she's got going on. And we'll have show notes for you and a link to her web page, if all else fails. And uh, Laura, what a great conversation. We are going to have you on. We're going to have you do a segment for Behind Closed Doors with me on women.
1: Oh, excellent. Oh, I like being behind closed doors. (laughs) I do. I do. I do.
0: That's the name of the program. It's my sex advice program. You're on. You're in.
1: Awesome. Great. Thank you so much. I want to say thank you so much for having me on. And you know it's it's nice to be important, but it's more important to be nice. And you've just treated me great. Thank you well, so good. much. good.
0: I am a smart ass, but you know women tend to like that. It's uh, something that I've learned on purpose to be. So, But I do mean well. I do absolutely mean well. And you're a very nice lady, and you're very knowledgeable, and I love your ideas. You're actually as creative as you said you were going to be, which is always welcome.
1: <laughs> so how do you spell great sex? L-A-U-R-A-C-O-R-N. And the app, the app, the app isn't going to be available till January the 20th I launch. So wait, because let me tell you, your phone is now going to be, you know, it's tap, tease, seduce. You are, she's going to love it. She's going to be whistled at. It's going to be crazy foreplay. It's going to be so much fun. Thank you. And um, I look forward to getting behind closed doors
0: with you. Very good. And guys, if you have not taken the time to leave a review on iTunes, I hope this show was everything you needed to give you the impetus to leave us a nice review on iTunes. The show depends on that. Our rankings depend on that. We are moving up the rankings in the sexuality category on iTunes, which is a woohoo. So I'm (laughs) glad you guys are there for us. Uh, We couldn't do the show without you. I'm always grateful for every one of you guys who listens to us. So go to iTunes. Even if you only have just a couple seconds, please leave us a five-star review and, uh, write me at Scott at DeserveWhatYouWant.com. My crazy parents spelled my name with one T. So uh, it's S C O T at deserve you And let me know what you think of the show. Let me know you left a review so I can show my appreciation back to you. And, uh, once again, I thank my guest Laura Korn for being here today. Mm-hmm. And once again, this is Scott McKay from X and Y communications until I talk to you next time. Be good out there.
1: The Chick Whisperer Podcast is copyright 2009 by X and Y Communications. All rights reserved worldwide. Be sure to sign up for the X and Y Communications newsletter at www.thechickwhisperer.com. This is Ed Roy speaking for The Chick Whisperer Podcast.